Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today is Tuesday, November 22nd, and this is Celtics Beat on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider of audio-video coverage of the Boston Celtics. I'm Adam Kaufman. Special one for you. Episode 488 featuring new kid on the block, Blue Blood star, and Boston sports fanatic Donnie Wahlberg is powered by BetOnline.ag. Go to BetOnline.ag today. Use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% bonus on your first deposit. What's up, everyone? New Celtics beat coming at you, and uh, all things good in the world of Boston sports. And we've got a, a very special show here for you as we get closer to Thanksgiving. And Valenti's here. I'm Adam Kaufman. You're used to us, a special guest, and you see him already if you're watching the video. He's a celebrated musician, an actor, and philanthropist, but I think he would agree <laughs> above all of that. He's one of us. He's a Bostonian. He's a Boston sports fan. Donnie Wahlberg. How are you, man? Good to see you. I'm good, good. A little little rough night last night out here yeah. in Chicago, but uh, other than that, all is well. I was going to ask you, because you were at that game, you and your wife, you know, Jenny, and, and you, you've been frequenting the Garden this year as well, when, yeah. you know, when, whenever you get a moment away from New Kid stuff or Blue Blood stuff, you're, you're, you're kind of a, a, you're like a season ticket holder now, except you go on the road too. It's better. Um, honestly, road games just specifically with this group of players, you know, um, since I, I used to travel, you know, to road games all the time before the, the big three, the second coming of the big three, um, you know, during the 18 win season, I was going to road games everywhere. <laughs> um, but you know, there's something about this group of players makes it a lot more fun to go on the road. They, even though last night was not a good game. Um, we shot terrible. We rebounded terrible. Um, but they just don't give up. And there's something about since like since Jalen was a rookie, something about this team where like they're just not phased by being behind on the road. Like they just they'd come back. And even if even if they don't win on the road, typically, I know I'm going to have a great experience because they're going to fight till the end. And uh, even if they really start digging in, the, my dog's going crazy, start digging in in the fourth quarter. I know it's going to make it worth the experience. Um, but yeah, road games are fun. It's fun being outnumbered by the fans in the in the enemy buildings and um it's just it's a good time well we'll get to a lot of the stuff going on with this team maybe mix in just because donnie's here and and it's not just the Celtics get my dog while you're talking Keep yeah going. by all means we'll uh we'll talk about some of the other boston sports stuff going on too last time donnie came on the show a couple of years ago by the way i think we went for two hours we won't do that to him 
you know, today we'll, uh, we'll never start... shut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, both of us, I think we, we both kind of ramble a little bit. That's okay. Uh, you know, you posted, uh, too yesterday, your, your Monday motivation video on Twitter, Instagram, it was um, you going up for the, uh, the three sixty dunk right. on the mini hoop there showing the world that, you know, you're not perfect. None of us are. And, uh, you know, the, the dunk doesn't go through, but, uh, it, it was that just because you were excited about coming on this podcast to talk hoops. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, be what it was. I filmed it about two years ago, actually. Uh, <laughs> no, I knew, I mean the repost, the throwback, bringing it back. Yeah. We were, um, no, I, I don't know why I posted it. Honestly, I just, uh, I started messing around with the, uh, voice to text thing on the, uh, Instagram reel. And when, uh, when I wrote, let's go in, the uh, the voice tried to replicate it. It was so funny. I said, I have to post this right now. Um, but yeah, I, Grant Williams actually came over to me at courtside last night and was like, um, I saw your attempted dunk. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. I blamed it on like my blue bloods props, but I have to yeah. tell the truth. Like there was a gun on my hip. It was fake. It's like a plastic. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be do a 360 dunk with a real gun on my hip uh it was fake of course uh so yeah i have no excuses other than uh it made for a good instagram reel evan and i were talking about this before the show and i think you and i talked about it last time that you were on too but you know and 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 steve buckley's written about it in the wicked good year book like growing up in dorchester and going to games and and sneaking into the garden a lot of the time versus you know that's where you were then obviously as a kid versus where you are now and where you've been for decades being able to go to all these games and sit courtside and know the players on a personal level. Like you could just reach out to Jalen or Jason or Grant or whoever, they know you as well. Is it, is it still kind of a pinch yourself sort of thing or, or does it, you know, you just kind of get used to it over time. Well, I, 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 I would say I get used to it. Um, but it's definitely surreal at the same time. And, and, but I, I, more important is I just never take a second of it for granted. Like it's to me, it's, um, I, I have a video that I haven't posted cause I don't want people in Boston to get mad at me, but it's literally halfway through the third quarter of a game. And I'm in the front row with my son and I panned across the front row. Every chair was empty cause everyone was still back in the club, you know, chatting and having a drink and stuff like that's mind-boggling to me and i say that with all due respect to all this courtside season ticket holders and the owners everyone who sits there i know you know it's hard to get out of that the the back area once you go back there but that's what that's i don't want to miss um i don't want to miss a second of any of this i think i'm frozen here but i'll keep talking because i know you can hear me um yeah. Cut to some clips. We do hear you though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, I'm so, I, I can't even believe it that I'm able to a get into a game as consistently as I do and B that I'm sitting in the front row, you know, f- forget the fact that, you know, I'm able to, you know, chat with the players and stuff like that. Like that's just a whole other thing but i never take it for granted i you know i tell people like guys if you go to a game with me like we're going the whole nine like we're going we're going pre-warm-ups pre-national anthem and we're leaving after the court is empty like we're i want the full experience you know of the game because it's like i i worked my whole life to be able to do this like i'm not showing up halfway through the first quarter you know if you ever see me do that there is a real reason for it like 
Like I got hit by a bus and had to pick myself <laughs> up up off the ground and still get to the game. I, I feel like you're you're like inadvertently tra- making sure that nothing with you you don't get attached in any sort of Celtics way in the same way that like Mark did with the Patriots with the Super Bowl. Like there's no That's even earlier. Legendary. It's not happening. Yeah. We'll never live that down. He can never live that down. And it's a good example for for everybody around. Like, just never never leave the game, especially if Tom Brady's involved. You never know what's going to happen. I'm surprised that Mark, and I'm saying this publicly, I'm surprised he doesn't get more shit for that decision. <laughs> <laughs> he did for a while. I mean, it, it didn't calm down for a little while, but I, I people, you know, that was like five yeah. years ago, wasn't it? Five, four years. Yeah, How long ago was that? Long it was time. longer than that now. Yeah. It was the, the Patriots Falcon Super Bowl in Houston. So what yeah. year is that? Yeah. So that uh, might have been like 2017, 18, maybe January, yeah. February 2018. So yeah, just it feels like a lifetime ago because that's how long, you know, Brady has been gone, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna join the Zoom on my phone in a second if this doesn't work. We're in this fancy room with all this lighting and high tech stuff, and I know it looks good. Wi-Fi. We can't get a Wi Fi signal. Yeah, I was commenting. The vibe is excellent. It feels like there's just a lot. Of, uh, it just feels like a good place to like relax and just chill for a little bit. I, I don't know if it's the the lighting or the 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 leather everywhere. I'm, I'm not I'm not quite sure, but it's, it's you may have to really solid room there. You may have to take us up to the home office where you got all the all the gear anyway. I might. Well, let me, let's keep talking and I'll just, I'll check the link on my phone and maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll do both. Well, I've been monopolizing this thing. I'll let Evan ask you a question. Well, it's just, you know, I do want to get into last night a little bit. We're coming off of, uh, the Celtics first loss in, in 10 tries here. And it was, you know, a little frustrating. I, I agree with, with Donnie at the end of the game that, you know, they, they at least unlocked a little bit in terms of trying to, you know, at least attack the rim a little bit differently. Like last night, my biggest frustration was just settling for too many threes. Like I know they're open and I know Scal's been making a big deal of this and listen to opposing broadcasts. They all talk about how they can't keep making these forever, but, and they have, you know, they've just been shooting lights out for the first, you know, uh, 15, 16, 17 games of the season. But last night was one of those nights where their shots like weren't falling. And Adam, I don't know if you caught this. Donnie was at the game. I'm not yeah. sure if he had been back to his seats yet. But NBC Sports Boston in the middle of halftime uh, took a live feed of the guys moving up for the second half. And there were a lot of jump shots not going in last night. I mean, they, for some reason, decided to put that up there and let uh, let everybody kind of marinate on uh, everybody just clanking jump shots off there. But it should have been like a, at least a little bit of a, uh, a, a change in philosophy at that point, just because it was just it was a rough shooting effort. And I was talking to a couple of people last night about this, but it's just one of those games where they came out flat. Uh, the energy clearly wasn't there. Maybe they're looking forward to, to Luca and going back home. Uh, I'm not quite sure what it was, but you know, it took till the fourth quarter until people started attacking the basket. You know, Malcolm Brogdon did a great job trying to get guys in motion um, for the most part. But I just feel like last night, maybe just a lack of adjustments, you know, and maybe inserting pressure. It's been. Uh, at least something that's that's worked out uh, the past couple of games where they haven't had their full you know uh, uh, rotation of guards between Smart and Brogdon and White and Pritch. They've inserted him and he's brought a lot of energy. So I mean, you know, it's it's one loss. They've only lost just a few times, but at the same time, you know, Donnie, I, I feel like I'm with you. They fought back in that game. They 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 hung around. They just couldn't you know quite close the gap to a reasonable amount. And I'm just curious as to uh, as to why. Missoula didn't try something a little different. Like Stevens had a great 
uh, expression. I love when he said it. He, he used to say it all the time. Sometimes you got to shake the snow globe and change things yep. up. I felt like last night Pritchard could have maybe, you know, throw him in that game and to bring some life to the, to the, to the floor because it felt like for the most part, they were sleepwalking last night. I got to mention real quick before Donnie goes that I, I hope, like, I don't want any of it to go away in post-production. I hope everyone got to see all of that with <laughs> Donnie <laughs> reconnecting on his phone, the headshot for Jenny in the other window. Like, I, I hope all of that stays with the podcast. Oh, Ronaldo the fourth right here as, yeah. his, as his handle here. This is fantastic. Yeah. This is all, this is it, man. You got a full, you got a full production. We got some feedback, yeah. his voice, yeah. but I did all still heard the entire question yeah and and commentary so yeah i you know it felt like one of those games right out of the gate um where um just nobody was really shooting well last night i I do think jt needed to touch the ball more um there's a lot of times you know the ball would swing and kind of stop with somebody um it, it wouldn't get back to him and he probably would have got a decent look. Um, you know, and I, I say this like in a non critical way. I'm not criticizing the players, but they all have strengths from three. You know, Al needs a little time to set when Al's got the ball and it takes a second or two and he's open and, you know, before he shoots, it's going in. When Al's rushing it as, you know, it, it's, it's not going in or a defenders running at him. Those ones are tougher for him to make. They're going to be less consistent. Marcus, when he gets the ball on the flow of the game, you know, the ball swinging comes to him and he just fires it or there's not a lot of time on the shot clock. He'll make those, you know, he'll just drain those all day. The, 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 the ones that are tougher for him seem to just, um, you know, JB, when he get elevates, you know, he's, he's going to make it, you know, um, Tatum, I think has a little more leeway, you know, he'll sidestep, he'll backstep, he'll do all this different stuff and he'll make those threes. But, to your point, Evan, um, I'm not – well, two points. One, when we played Cleveland in the Garden early this year, I don't remember if people remember, but, I mean, it was like Swiss cheese for both teams, you know. And in our defense, we don't have Rob back there patrolling the paint, so it's a it's a whole different thing till he comes back. I'm surprised we haven't lost a few more games, to be honest with you, and I'm really proud of the how tough they've been playing they they could have phoned in a lot of these games um this early in the season and it's a testament i think to the guys resolved this year it's a testament to coach you know missoula i think he's whatever he's connected with the guys they're they're in you know they're not waiting until january to start playing they're playing now and it's it's very exciting and you can expect a game at the end of a road trip you know like last night could be problematic um you know, maybe the guys are tired. You know, it's they've been fighting hard in a lot of these games, and they're undermanned. You know, they're short players, and yeah, could Peyton have come in and made a difference last night? Very possible. There was a. I kept looking at my wife, saying, "Man, we can't throw it in the ocean, and we're still only down by six. Yeah. You know, once we get hot, we're gonna win. And just nobody got hot. JB got hot for a minute, but um, you know, it just didn't work out. As far as coach, you know, um. It's still early and, you know, he's still, you know, we're still learning about his approach and method to things. But I think, um, I, I just think he's so refreshing. I like, I love when he talks. I love his interviews. I, he kind of lets the game go. He's like not rushing to call timeouts. You know, some people don't like that. I happen to like it when yeah, we're we'll play through it. 
yeah, when we're a sinking ship, it's not comfortable to watch. But, uh, you know, I think he just, he just kind of, I think he's been around these guys and has a faith in them, you know, that, that they do have this resolve. And again, last night's not the best example of it, but I mean, I was in Milwaukee in the playoffs or, or just before the playoffs a few years. No, I was in the playoffs when they beat Milwaukee at seven in the, who is, um, uh, so, uh, Eric champ Bledsoe? year. Oh yeah. The, yeah. The, the Drew Bledsoe stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where's Bledsoe? That was the best. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. But I went to, I think it was game four in Milwaukee and the Celtics were down like 24 and stormed back and took the lead. It was incredible. I mean, those games, those guys didn't have Kyrie. They didn't have Gordon that year and they just, they never give up. That's why I love this group of guys. They're, A, they're great guys. B, they never give up. And, you know, I understand coach, you know, sort of going with things last night. You know, it's just, he, he probably, knew they were struggling and said, I got to let them shoot shoot their way out of this. You know, problem is we, we did, really didn't rebound our way out of it. And that's the problem. It was an awful call at the end of the game where, um, gosh, the center, uh, Lucha, Lucha. Drummond, Drummond. Drummond. Yeah. Drummond got, Celtics. Um, down eight. We were down eight. We got to stop. And Drummond got the offensive rebound. And they called a horrific foul on us. But, you know, in truth, that foul never gets called if we get the off if we get the rebound and don't let him get the offensive rebounds. So it's, you know, we just, it is what it is. You know, that we get that possession, we get down and get a two or a three. Now we're down five or six. It's a, it's a whole nother game at that point, potentially. You know what it felt like that but game? The Cle- well, the, I was just going to say, like the, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that Cleveland game earlier, mm-hmm. it just, you know, I was literally standing courtside in the garden and I kept yelling, you know, go to the hole, go to the hole, you know, because nobody was defending when the Celtics went to the basket, you know, and, yeah. and again, we were shorthanded that night. You know, it's possible the guys were going to the hole a bunch. And I only knew that because I watched them keep going to the hole and score. Right. So when they would settle for a three, I would be like, no, keep going to the hole. But it's easy for me to say I'm sitting in a chair. <laughs> watching these guys, you know, with like an eight-man rotation, you know, trying to keep going to the hole in the fourth quarter when, you know, they probably were a little tired. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What it felt like watching much of that game with the poor shooting last night, like it, it they, these are only in playgrounds. We, we've all played on them growing up or whatever. I'm sure there were plenty in, in Dorchester. There were by me and Sharon, like these, you know, those awful playgrounds with the double hoops that like the yeah, double rim is the worst. Yeah, yeah. The double rim, you have no chance of, of actually getting a ball through it. That's what it felt like last night. Just double rims on both sides. Anywhere the Celtics were shooting was a double rim, but those games, they're, they're so infrequent obviously they don't happen um you know for to this team they barely happen so what how how much you know especially on the heels of what happened last year going to the finals finishing two wins shy the fact that in the offseason you know they improved the roster bringing in Brockton was huge uh the emergence of Hauser especially after the Gallinari injury Tatum and Brown have taken their games to another level to your point we we haven't even seen Rob yet 
how much are <clears throat> I know you're like you're the you're the poster of positivity, but even removing some level of that, how all in are you in terms of this team can win a championship? Tatum can be MVP, you know, X number of, you know, individual accolade, this, that, like what, I mean, is this team ceiling what we all want to believe it is? Well, I would say based on what we've seen so far, yes. Um, I, I try not to be like in the prediction business like <laughs> that. Adam, you know, we, we talk a lot of Patriots and stuff like that. And yeah. I, I, I'll make a prediction, you know, but I also – just kind of stay open because there's no telling how a season's going to unfold, right? So, you know, it's like, you know, I, I, I'm happy the team got to 13 and three. I, I can pinpoint five games we could have lost and I can pinpoint eight we would have lost last year, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I think if all the pieces are in place, this team can beat anybody in a seven game series. Absolutely. And the biggest threats to this team outside of Milwaukee um, seem to be off to really terrible starts and they can bounce back. But, you know, so far, things are lining up very well for this team outside of the injuries. You know, if Rob comes back healthy, if um, Gallo can play, you know, we got to mesh these guys to the rotation, too, you know, Um when Rob came back in the playoffs last year for the second round, we lost that opening game to Milwaukee, right? Cause everyone's out of sync. We just learned how to play without him. Now we got to learn to play with him again. I say we, cause you know, it's just, I got green yeah. blood. What do you want me to say? Um, yeah. But it's like, um, we could have, we, you know, you gotta bring guys back in and there's a whole adjustment period. You know, uh, I'm not a gambler, but the, the day, the night when a key player comes back to a team off of injury, don't bet that team, you know, bet the other team. Yeah. They're, you know, they're out of sync. They're not used to playing with that guy and, and they're just out of sorts. Um, so there's a lot to figure out, but I think seeing how well Sam shoots um, and I was told this, you know, um, um, Brad Stevens told me this last year at a game, you know, me and my son, Elijah were picking his brain about like, we got to make a move. We need some shooting. We need some shooting. He was like, that's all we need is shooting. And, but he said, you know, Sam House is one of the best three point shooters in the league. I was like, great. Is he going to play? <laughs> like, <and laughs> I think Wick told me that. Wick Grousebeck said that to me. C. Paliuka said that to me. Like, they just kept saying, that guy can shoot, man. That guy can shoot. You know, eight minutes a night for him in the finals could have been a different story, you know, only because. Yeah that they were defending Jalen and, and Jason, you know, um, you know, if that ball swung to a guy who could just hit that automatic three, we, it's a whole different series, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but maybe he can be that this year, you know, um, he's definitely shown an amazing touch. And, um, you know, I think if he's playing well, Pritchard's playing well, Gallo comes back and fits in, which I don't know if he's coming back. We'll see. And if Rob, you know, is healthy and all goes well, yeah, this team can beat anyone. We'll take a quick break with Donnie. We'll get right back to him. But uh want to tell you, of course, about our good friends, partners, sponsors, betonline.ag. Basketball's back. BetOnline is your top source 
for all your sports betting needs throughout this season. It's not just basketball. You have plenty of other sports that we will mention as well. You can always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends. All of it is available for you at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, Bet Online featuring live betting, there's free contests, live scores, giveaways all season long. And again, it is not limited to basketball. You've got uh, NFL, we're about halfway through the season. You can still get Super Bowl odds. Uh, NHL, futures, MLB, maybe free agency. Where do you think Aaron Judge will sign? That's out there for you. Tennis, boxing, MMA, even golf. Fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events. That is bet online. MVP, Jason Tatum. He's the favorite for the Celtics, folks. Plus 290 to win. Just a hair, a hair in front of Luka at plus 300. And then Giannis at plus 325. Uh, speaking of football, and of course, we've got this big Thursday night game coming up for the Patriots. Evan, do you have a favorite bet this, uh, be it this week or weekend? Well, I'm going to go football, different type of football. Okay. Uh, World Cup going on right now, everybody. I don't know if everybody is, oh, uh, this is what you're saying. But, uh, just going to throw this out there to get out of group B. England, obviously the heavy favorite, minus 700, ginormous favorite. And they had a huge win over Iran in their first game. Uh, USA plus 825. So if you're feeling a little mm. patriotic, you feel like the U.S. can, can win group B. Again, that's going to be tough after they draw Wales in their first game, but eight plus 825 is just excellent odds. So, you know, you can win some serious cash if they're able to, to get out of the, get out of group B with the win there. I mean, obviously they can still make it on the next stage, but to secure the dubs plus 825, why not, Adam? Come on out. Let us pray, man. We need a good, just, you know, I, I don't have any aspirations of, of the Americans like winning the World Cup, but get to the round of 16. There you give go. Us, give us a little something. And they came into the tournament ranked 16th too. So this is not Do something it. that's out of the question. This is very doable. First World Cup appearance for the Americans since uh, what, 2014. It's been a while. Head to betonline.ag. Join, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. All right, let's get back to the show. Right now, we're like he's, offensive... not, he's not a gambler. I can't even get him to play fantasy sports with me. You know how many times I've tried? Yeah, Kaufman, you try with everybody, though. I feel like you're just like... Don't, no, don't, don't minimize it. Don't minimize I'm just, it. I'm just saying you've tried... You, I mean, we're in this fantasy basketball league. You throw out, I don't know how many different flyers to so many different people to be in this fantasy basketball league. Do you just bother people? Donnie, <laughs> how many times has he bothered you about being in a fantasy league with him? Doesn't he doesn't no he might ask me a few times but I, I all right because right. a couple of work for DraftKings so I'm just like is this part of like the gig <laughs> you have to be like involved bonus? in a million different things or is yeah. this just like because you're crazy so it's you're crazy okay yeah, a little little bit a little bit I know fantasy is probably awesome I know those who get into it get into it I just yeah. No. It's really a miserable um, experience when it doesn't go well for you. It's only great when it's going well, and then that's right. it. It's that's it. It's the draft, and then either your team rules and you feel a sense of empowerment, or your team's terrible, and then you don't feel great about it for six months. It's awesome. You're not oh, so it's like like being a sports fan. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. yeah to the nth, nth degree, except you have a little money on it. That's right. Uh, Last one for me, anyway, just in in the interest of time, and I feel like I kind of know the the answer. Oh, to this just only answer. We're not cutting this short. We're here. We're going to talk. We can talk after Adam. I'll call you at three o'clock after this. Well, let's All keep right, going. Enough. All right. Well, here, what I want to know is you being such a passionate sports fan that you are, and and have been your entire life. I'm I'm wondering 
around everything you've got going on, sort of what role sports plays in that. Like, you know, trying to keep up with the Celtics run to the finals when you're on tour last year, keeping up with what the Celtics are doing when you're, you know, doing the new kids cruise on, on, you know, if you're shoot, I don't know if you shoot blue bloods on Sundays, but Sundays during Patriots games, like how do you work around the professional, you know, the, the, the work that obviously you care so deeply about around such a passionate fandom that you also have. You know, I think it's, uh, I would say it's, uh, it's no different than any, other sports fan specifically any other boston sports fan i mean it's you know if you dropped us in the middle of the ocean you know on a raft with no phone or no wi-fi or nothing you know as soon as we get rescued we're going to ask if our team won whatever the whatever the big team contending that year was it's like the first thing you're going to say when we get rescued from a deserted island is did the pats win (laughs) you know know, uh, you know, it just, it is what it is. So for me, I'm just always checking in always, you know, I get my blue blood schedule for an episode and I'm like, Oh wow. I got a Friday off. Celtics might be home. Let me see. And I'm like, all right, I'm going, you know, I'm going to the game. Uh, Oh, they're playing an early game Sunday. You know, I'll just stay in Boston and go to both. Uh, and then I'll go back to New York and work at 5 a.m. Monday and I'll be tired, whatever. Um, I pick and choose, when I can go to games, but like, as I said, I love going to road games. Like I'll just, I'm only three hours from Indianapolis. I can go to see the Celtics Pacers. I'm an hour and a half from Milwaukee. I can go see that, those Celtics Bucks games anytime. So it's actually easier to go to see the Bucks from where I live than to drive to Chicago. The traffic is so bad, you know, see the Celtics Bulls. Um, so for me, I'm just always looking, you know, um, for opportunities to go to watch to support i'm always checking box scores i'll sit there you know with the game cast on espn like you know watching the little basketball go up in the air oh, yeah <laughs> it's it's yeah. it is that's how diehard it gets though may as well be an old nintendo graphic yeah oh yeah. i was yeah i was at my son's um he was in the, the the band in high school and, you know, they're doing this big presentation and playing all these Beethoven songs and stuff. And I'm literally like watching a playoff game on my phone, just the, the tracker, not the actual game. And, you know, it's like, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, well, I shouldn't be doing this at my son's performance, but at the same time, he's going to want to know as soon as right, the ball, yeah. he understands. I get down to that stage after to congratulate him, he's going to go, did we come back from the 21 point deficit? You know, <laughs> like it's just, it's just the way, way we're, we're, we're raised, you know, in Boston. Like we, uh, you know, and we all blame ourselves too. You know, when you're talking about being on tour, I was on tour for most of the playoffs. I think I got to three games and the only other game I could have gone to is game five in, in golden state. And I, I couldn't, I think we we're like in the East Coast. I couldn't fly all the way to Golden State and back for my concert the next day. It just was too much. But, um, that was like devastating. But at the same time, it's a roller coaster because that I, it was devastating. I couldn't go. But at the same time, it's like when they'd win, I'd be like, oh shit, I should have been there. And then when they lose, I'd be like, oh, thank God I didn't travel. You know, and yeah. then if I go to a game and they lose, I'm like, that I shouldn't have came. It's my fault. They lost. You know, it's like I vaguely remember you saying to me crazy. You, either you said to me or you tweeted or or both. I don't know something about like 
you like you'd be on tour and like you'd be late taking the stage to start the show because you know a game went into overtime or something like that watch you know having oh yeah these things it's it's like so for all the concert goers all the blockheads out there that are thinking like man when are they coming on stage what's going on well hey no there's a game on there's a game on sorry guys we're watching the last quarter you know we'll tweet like the brew when the bruins were in the stanley cup both times against the uh, Blackhawks and against the Canucks. Oh, we God. had, yeah. yeah, we had a TV under the state and the blues, but the blues for whatever reason, it timed out well, where we were in the country, we could see the final period before we had to go on stage. So that just timed out for us. Well, um, and same with the finals this year. It just, we were on the West coast when the Celtics were in Boston. So we were like, the game would end and we still had 20 minutes to go on stage, but we usually have a TV under the stage so when we go to change clothes in between sets like we're like watching the game like you know it's like tim thomas got a shout out going oh my god everyone's crazy and stuff. <laughs> hell Great. yeah love it gotta yeah. find ways i just have a good i kind of have i want to go back to everybody was talking about hauser um last season like we don't have adam and i don't have access to this kind of like information uh you know schmoozing with brad stevens or wick or whatever you got anything for like this season? Like, is there somebody on the shelf that they've everybody's talking about that we need to be aware of? Or is there something that, you know, that, that there's a, a theme going on with the team this year that we're not like privy to? Because again, every, the big thing this year was Hauser. Yeah. We, everybody knew Hauser was going to be a big deal, except for like people that like me and Adam who were just like, we never, Hauser was doing well in the G League, but obviously didn't get much time with the NBA club. And now he's shooting 40 whatever percent from three point range. Is there something? Uh, you know, on the periphery here that you've heard, you know, being courtside or if in conversations with Brad or Wick or Joe or whatever, you've been able to kind of piece together here. You, you have to know when JD Davison's getting called. Yeah, up. exactly. <laughs> like, is there is there JD Davison hype I need to be aware of? Like, because that's yeah, my guy. I love that guy. He's got. He's he's. I'm not. Don't pull this and make it a a, a clickbait, please. <laughs> I'll do my best. No, never. Wouldn't he do that. Support- I went to in Boston he was just man he's like he just at a different speed than the rest of the guys on the court when he got out there I mean he was just and it's like it's fun it's when you see a guy who moves with that speed and plays with that energy and 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 just pace that's just not on the same realm as the guys that are currently on the floor with him it's like I I remember I went to the forum years and years ago and Kobe was a rookie and I saw him come out and it was like with Nick Van Exel and Shaq and Eddie Jones and Dale Curry was the coach uh, of the, of the Lakers then. Yeah. Man, that guy, Kobe Bryant is just, he just moves at a different pace than everyone. You know, he didn't play great that night, but you could just see like this pace. It was like, Whoa. Um, And, it, it, what does that mean? It just means there's a gear that they have that a lot of other players don't have. And if it, if the game comes together, watch out for, watch out for him. Just that's all I'm saying. Watch out for him. He could be a steal, a second round steal if, uh, if things align for him. Um, as far as any secrets or tips, I really don't know. I sat with Wick at the game, um, about a week ago and I didn't, I, I don't really, I don't ask a lot of questions like that. Like I don't see that as my opportunity to like get inside access. You know, like I, I thought for a moment of saying like, how serious was all this 
KD talk, yeah. you know, but, but he's not here. So I know how serious it was not, you know, if it was that serious, right, right, right. he'd probably be here. Right. So, so to me, it just, the, the question's already answered. And I, I know that from experience because when KG, when all the KG talk was going around in 08 or before the 08 season, you know, Wick, the word was that Wick couldn't let go of possibly getting KG, even though we almost got him once and it fell apart. And then we got Ray and it came back to life. And they wanted him and they got him, right? So in my mind, I, I just know from experience that, you know, when when the Celtics ownership really wants something to happen like that, it, it'll happen, right? So when everyone was saying all these rumors, you know, everyone, of course, calls me like, are they really going to trade Jalen? I was like, I don't think so, man, because it would have happened. You know, it would have happened. Like, it's not – you know whether they were really going to do it if it happened because it would have happened. You know, I think if they were that high on KD coming to Boston, he'd be playing for the Celtics right now. Now, maybe the Nets wanted outrageous things in return, yada, yada. I don't know. Sure. But I think – if they were hung up on it, you know, so I don't know any other secret thing. I think my sense is they love the roster. They wish Gallo was playing, but I think, you know, the blessing in disguise is it's created minutes for Sam, right? Yep. So we could see how he's Luke Cornett's even getting minutes because Rob's out and he's, mm-hmm. he's had some great performances, right? So it's these injuries are troublesome if the guys don't make it back but they're also a blessing because other guys are getting minutes and we're going to need them to have had that experience. Right. So, you know, Sam might've got that time in the finals last year, if he had had more minutes during the regular season, well, he's getting them now. So you won't be surprised if he comes in, in, you know, game four of the Eastern finals and like drops five threes in a row. We're not going to be surprised, you know, Pritchard's minutes have been inconsistent, but we're not going to be surprised to see him come in and, you know, turn the garden upside down. You know, um, it just, you know, I, I think it's all, I think that they, they feel like they put a great roster together. I'm sure there'll be a trade deadline situation, some veteran experience or depth, you know, depending if the roster stays healthy. Um, but I, I think the team feels really good. I think all the inside scoop is they believe they have a championship team put together and, if all the pieces are there, it would be a disappointment, I think, to everyone around the team if they didn't win the championship this year. So uh, two things. Megan is our production assistant. Megan, uh, when you're when you're cutting the show and clips and all that, uh, Donnie Wahlberg says J.D. Davison's the next Kobe Bryant. You can uh, yeah. obviously. You can right. no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very important. Uh, second of that, just to, like dovetailing off of what you're talking about, because. I think we all expect there to be some sort of a move, a minor move, not a KD level move, but they have these TPs that are still available that expire midseason. Also, is there a, a guy around the league? And I'm putting you on the spot. It's not like I fed you questions for this, but is there a guy that that you really like that's on another team that you, that like you'll watch him, you'll think, man, he'd be a great Celtic. Like he, he would be such a a good, effective pickup for this team. Malcolm Brogdon, we got him already yeah. with us. Um, he was just, he's a great pickup. Um, you know, he's just great. I mean, he's just a, 
a, I think a perfect piece to the puzzle in terms of anyone else. You know, I, I honestly, I think a lot of Celtics fans would possibly agree with me. I think we, we got them. I think Gallo was someone people thought would be great. I think Brogdon was someone we thought would fit in Boston. Um, I think those two guys coming in, that's kind of huge. Mm. It's kind of a, a big deal, you know, um, looking around, I'm not sure, you know, um, I think a guy like, you know, it, it, he's probably not gettable now, but like Montrez Harrell would have been interesting to see, you know, he just, you know, my son and I have been fans of his since, you know, he was with the Clippers, right? He just, he hustles, you know, hustlers, guys that hustle and bang and aren't afraid to mix it up. Um, you know, everyone loves them if you're from Boston, right? We love guys that, you know, aren't afraid to, to mix it up. But, you know, Grant kind of does similar things. Grant can suddenly is like one of the best three point shooters in history, right? <laughs> he started for like 20 something and now he's like, He's, he's money. Yeah. 40, you know, it's, it's, I, 40%. I'm not sure. Yeah. I would ask you guys, you know, if there's someone you guys or people have been talking about up there, but for me, I'm not really sure. We where don't, the, where have, the minutes come rumors from, out there right now. It's like justice I, Winslow, you know, that, like, that type of thing. And justice is fine. Yeah. Justice is a great defensive player, moves the ball, you know, it kind of fits what they, their, their kind of vibe, not a great shooter, but you know, they've taken on those challenges before and made guys out of that. But, I just don't know if you trade for someone, where are the minutes coming from? Because this, like, right. pretty, as Donnie said, like, this roster's pretty set. Like, they're, yeah, they're got a pretty good rotation going. Like, even, like, Cornette has given them really valuable minutes off the bench. And I didn't think, you know, we were, we spent, how, Adam, how long did we spend this summer talking about the third, fourth big? Like, that's where their hole is. And more, all of a sudden, more like, hours than I thought I had in my life. Way too many, way too many shows dedicated to that. And, like, you know, Cornette's been fine. They have Cabin Galley down in the G League. He's doing fine. One of those two guys will probably be okay for the season. It's just more about managing Al and Rob. So when they get to April and May, those two guys are fresh. So it's like, there's just not a lot of space. Like where, you know, where, where are the minutes? Like Pritchard, good player, uh, familiar with all of their sets and everything. Can't get off the bench because there's too many guys in front. I, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. They have the ammo. That's all. It's true. I think. When playoffs come around, though, depth is really the key. You know, yeah. um, injuries are going to happen. Y- yes, and even outside of injuries, right? I, I always look at who's the deeper team. You know, um, I know s- fellow Celtics fans may not like this, but you know, in two thousand eight, you know, the Herald had like all, all the players lined up for the Celtics and all the players lined up for the Lakers. I was like, we can't lose this series. No. There, we're so deep. Like Leon Pose, the 11th guy off our bench. We, we can't lose. You know, PJ Brown's behind him. We can't lose, right? Well, in 2010, that changed. That reversed. And I know people say if Perk didn't hurt his knee, we win in game seven. We were winning game seven. Yeah. You know, we ran out of gas because we weren't deep enough. We ran out of gas in the fourth quarter because we didn't have the depth. We didn't have that those guys that you're talking about, Evan on the bench, right? That like where the minutes gonna come from, they're gonna come when your team's exhausted in June. Right. Right. Fair. And you that spark plug, right? And and it no, and your point is fair too. Like right now, where are these minutes gonna come from? If we go out and get two more guys, where, where are they gonna play when 
the roster's intact, right? But there's always those minutes in the playoffs that happen. And you have to be able to go to this well of depth, like PJ Brown. You know, Boston sports fans know he hit, he hit the biggest shot in that seven game series against Cleveland in 08, or we may not go to the finals, right? Right. PJ Brown, right? It's like the, the minutes will come the later the season goes on and the depth is going to be so necessary to, to, to win this thing. You know, and I think we were probably, one or two, you know, specific role players short last year of of being able to win that series against Golden State. I think, you know, like I said, I don't know if Sam, for whatever reason, he didn't get to play a lot. If he could have came in and take got on the court enough time to take four threes yeah. and made two of them, that the difference between us winning and losing one of those games. All right, I know you know. You've so, got, but uh... this year. We'll have oh, uh, I know you've got a uh, some, an, another commitment on the way here. Otherwise, we you know we would happily keep you for out, forever and keep this thing going. But um, while this is primarily a, a Celtics podcast, I know that your your fandom is not limited to the NBA or obviously to the seas. Like you said, we talk Pats all the time. Real quick, they've won five out of six. They've uh, they've climbed to sixth in the AFC. They're a game back, a second place. You know, depending on how you feel obviously about what's a, an incredibly competitive division right now and uh big turnaround Thanksgiving night in Minnesota as well. What do you think happens in that game? And, and what are we looking at the, the second half of this season? Is this a team that's going to be in the playoffs again? Well, I wish the Vikings didn't lay an egg against the Cowboys Sunday. I'd feel a lot better about our chances to pull an upset. You know, it's NFL is funny like that. You know, a team loses yeah, one- is real. Yeah, it's, it's, just a, it's a thing and my I, my philosophy on Thursday games it hasn't been accurate this year a lot I'm such a handicapper for a guy who doesn't bet um home <laughs> teams on th- usually do better you know they're usually terrible games but the home team usually wins um ugly you know because they they're they're just a little more comfortable it's a little less work for them to, to do what they got to do to be ready to play on a Thursday, typically than the road team. That said, I don't know that this game is critical. I think the Patriots should beat the Raiders, although I hate playing our old coaches. You know, Belichick stole the system. The media makes such a thing out of it. Sorry, I know you guys are with the media, but it's like, oh, <laughs> another Patriots former beats Belichick. Everyone loves Absolutely, to see yeah. Belichick. Obnoxious. Well, Boston guys don't do it. Everyone else does it. Um, I think we can win for sure four games out of the remaining games, right? So that's probably not going to be good enough to get in. I don't think 10 and 7 is going to get in this year. If we go in five, that means probably beating Buffalo in New England would be five games. It may all come down to that game. Um and, you know, look, Buffalo looks a lot more beatable than they did, um, you know, a month ago, right? They look very vulnerable. So, although our, our offense really has to get going, I don't like to jump on the bandwagon of, of what the popular criticism is. I try to look at different angles of it and stuff. But, man, we, we got to get, we gotta get the, the ball moving and start punching it in the end zone or we're not going to really have a chance in the second half. But I think... You know, if our offense plays good, we we should win four. 
of the remaining games. And if we win five, I think we get in the playoffs. Yeah, the, right. the one thing I'll say, I'll leave you with this. Uh, Pat's offense, I think in the red zone, is there 31 or 32nd in the league? And the Vikings defense in the red zone is also either 31st or 32nd. So yeah. maybe, 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 maybe there's something there. Maybe, maybe they can put it in the end zone. I don't know. Okay. I'm, oh. I, I just Kirk Cousins in prime time makes me feel good about the Pats against the Vikings this week. That's all I'm saying. There you go. That's what we, you want listen with Belichick. There's always a chance. And right. if defense is intact, one thing people don't, you know, we talk about the Patriots defense. The only time our defense has been bad this year is when Kyle Duggar was out. We, and, and they keep saying, you know, we, oh, yeah. we're, we're losing to the scrambling quarterbacks. We lost to the scrambling quarterbacks and Kyle Duggar didn't play. Yeah. So he might have been, you know, I remember there was, and Devin McCourty's my guy. I'm not trying to slight him, but you know, there was a touchdown. Um, Lamar Jackson threw to Andrews, um, that McCourty was covering and, and you know, McCourty typically is not defending that guy. It would have been Kyle, right? So, you know, I think the scrambling plays that have killed us, you know, Kyle wasn't there. It's like what he does, he's like a Swiss army knife out there. He does so many things. Like he's the guy we need. So when we play the Bills again, when we play the Bills uh, after the Vikings game, you know, I'm going to be interested to see how he does, you know, um, with Jared Allen, you know, scrambling out of the pocket and stuff. I, I think, I think he is the difference maker. Of course, Judon is next level out of this world, amazing player this year. Um, but Kyle is the, the secret ingredient back there that I think makes this defense, you know, um, work the way it's meant to. See, I've wanted a good screen grab to, to tweet out for the show that, that he, Donnie gave it to you. The, the cheering, how, how much fun he had on the show That's is, it. What, yeah. is what you yeah. can throw out on social media. It's going to be perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, I love, and I love Belichick and I know people are down on Matt Patricia. I don't know if he's a good offensive coach, but he loves blue bloods. <laughs> yeah, so you know, yeah, that's the win. But who does? Who doesn't love blue bloods? That's fair. We, that's we fair. yeah, we won one of the AFC championships. I think it was before the Eagles Super Bowl, right before um, Coach Patricia left to coach Detroit, and uh, Mr. Kraft was like, "Come on down to the field, you know, for the trophy ceremony." And, um, <laughs> uh, I was I bumped into uh, Linda Holiday, who's coach Belichick's girlfriend and she goes oh come say hi to Bill and I was like I don't want to bother him you know I don't want to bother coach and she's like come on she's like hey this is Donnie Wahlberg you know from Blue Bloods and he goes he goes I don't really watch TV man it's <laughs> <laughs> like this great but then around Matt Patricia standing there and he goes Blue Bloods I love Blue Bloods <laughs> So Matt I'm like, could be a good man. guest star. You could put, you could fit him into an episode somewhere. Yeah, sure. It that's, was awesome. I was like, funny. yeah, it was great. And and Nink did too. Nink was like, hey, I love Blue Bloods. It was great. But Coach Patricia, I was like, all right, you can go to Detroit now. I'm going to keep rooting for you from yeah. afar. And uh, I wasn't mad when, like, we let up 90 points in the Super Bowl against the Eagles. I was like, I don't care. Coach Patricia loves Blue Bloods. <laughs> I mean, you're he's a great like, offensive coordinator. You're you're telling me Patricia couldn't show up on the show as like Anthony's cousin one episode. They would perfect. He's Makes perfect a guy, man. He's a funny guy. And look, I know everyone's concerned about the offense and concerned about the play calling. You know, I just 
I know at some point it's okay to question, you know, um, coach Belichick and it's okay. I just, you know, I just, I think he's just smarter than everyone else. And, you know, (laughs) it may not be going right right now, but whenever I find myself questioning him, it's like uh, Adam and I were like messaging all before the draft two years ago. Yeah. We're like, he's going to take this guy. He's going to take this guy. And it was like, you know, Mac Jones fell into our lap. But this year, it's like we need a linebacker. We need a wide receiver. We need a cornerback because we lost J.C. Jackson. And he takes like a offensive lineman that people thought was going in the in the fifth round. You know, in right. the cynic would say he's trying to show how smart he is. I would say he he just marches to the beat of his own drum. He always has. He always will. And I'm and. When people say, you know, he wouldn't, he didn't win anything without Brady. He beat us in the playoffs with the Browns, you know, with, uh, who was it? Testaverde. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you know, he beat Parcells, you know, on a Patriots mm-hmm. team that went to the Super Bowl within a year, right? He's 11 wins with Matt Castle. Right. Yeah. And I love Brady. I'm not trying to drive a wedge between the two. I think. They were the perfect tandem, um, but you know it's just he's a, he's an easy guy for people to not like because he doesn't feed into anything. And I personally love that. I love that, and I and I love when the players are the same way. You know, this rookie fourth round pick runs a punt back to win the game, and you know his press conference after the game. You know, everyone's like, how did it feel? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm really focused on the next game. I mean, you, you, I I don't know how other people feel about that. I just respect that so much, that a young player, that's his mentality. I'm not celebrating this touchdown. It was great. I'm focused on the next game. I love that. I love that about Belichick. I love that about, you know, the players that, that have that mentality. It's just that's what makes greatness. Guys that, you know, the guys that, celebrate a great moment too much may also be the guys who hang on a disappointment too much, right? You hang on to the disappointment, it'll get in your head and it'll, in, in anyone in life, not just yeah. athletes, right? We do something dumb. It's like, oh man, you keep thinking about it. You, then you trip going down the sidewalk because your mind is elsewhere thinking about the dumb thing you did, right? It's like players that can turn the page quickly to me, have a better chance for success. And, and, and I think Belichick gravitates towards those type of players who have that approach. It's not that he's making them think that way. I think he drafts players that think that way. I think he drafts players that can play multiple positions, do multiple things and have a certain approach to things that, you know, he might say, um, this guy is faster in the 40 and can do this a little better, but this guy, is got the mentality that I just think, you know, will will work out better in the long run. And I, I, I just, I love Belichick, man. He's the best. Move over, Patriots beat. We're doing it all today. Uh, this show is powered right. by betonline.ag. Oh. What's that? 
I know this is a Celtics. I'm sorry. No, it's a, no, it's good. Hey, yeah, we good. took you there. You didn't do it. Uh, go to betonline.ag today. Use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% bonus on your first deposit. We appreciate that you do, obviously. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Always is a lot of fun when Donnie hops on. Let's get you again for playoffs. Let's. Uh, I, I don't know what your schedule will be at that point or if you guys got another tour coming, but let's uh, say- talk during the postseason. Why wait? You know, you really only asked me five questions. Evan's barely been able to say anything because I keep <laughs> talking much. Typical. I just I'm yeah. here for the good looks, Donnie. I'm not here for anything other yeah, than he, he dresses the night. He he brings up our, our Q rating in terms of wardrobe. That's what Thank Evan you. does. I, I'd be happy to do a part two before the playoffs, but I will promise you I will come back for the playoffs uh for sure. Count on that. Yeah. Well yeah. look, I know I know how to reach you. We'll bug you for sure. Evan Valenti, Donnie hey. Wahlberg. I am at a couple. What's trade up? Oh, trade deadlines gonna be a lot of gossip going on. That's when I'll yeah. come back. That's I, can't, I can't believe Jenny didn't just like swoop in at one point to talk trash about the Bulls win. She did enough trash talking last night. My Mike Rotundi, who's like a legendary Boston season ticket holder, sent yeah. me the screen grab of the uh NBC Sports Boston broadcast of yeah. her going like this. <laughs> <laughs> He was booing the Celtics, and I turned. He literally sent it to me, and like, and uh, and then all my friends started saying, "Hey, your wife's cheering for the Bulls. What's going on?" Well, it was pretty. Hey, we Boston know don't miss you, you can't quit your allegiance. No, no, she's uh, she she cheers for us. When she cheers for our guys, trust me. But she was in Chicago last night. She had to she had to represent for the hometown. But she she's a Boston sports fan now. This has been Celtics Beat. Thank you for watching, everyone. We'll do it again next week. Another special guest on the way, which should be a lot of fun. And uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Donnie, to you, to the family, and uh, Evan as well, and everybody out there listening.